There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, is it? Don't tread on America! Let's go! Alright, how's everybody doing out there today? It is Sunday. January 21st, 2024. <sighs> Woo! How's everybody doing out there today? All right. <sighs> Let's get this fucking show on the road. How's everybody doing? Um, couple things, guys, real quick. On today's show, got pretty much two things we're going to talk about. The, uh, I believe that the Democrats have found their alternative to Joe Biden. Now, who is that person? Stay tuned. All right, also, I got more information on the whole uh, federal government slash Texas situation. And we'll get into that here in just a little bit. A couple things real quick. First, guys, please, if uh, you would like to... Help the show out, guys. Please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, it's simple. doesn't cost you a penny. All I need you to do is hit the little plus button, little follow button, whatever it is on the app that you're listening to. Follow the show. If you've stumbled upon this show and you're like, hey, let me listen to this dude. All right, cool. He's pretty good. Uh, follow the show. And then please share the show. Okay? You can do that. It doesn't cost you a penny. You're already listening. Also, if you're on Apple or Spotify, if you could please leave a review that would also help uh like a five star or whatever and then if you want to write something down there that'd be great i'll read them on the air because you know why not right and um if you want to help the show monetarily then you can send money directly to me at p.o no we don't do that uh you can go to the dtom store the link is at the bottom of the podcast app and what you're listening to this on click the link a little little story i got some merch here i'm wearing today i'm wearing the shirt here you can see look at that don't turn on america right it's a nice shirt um 
I've had it for a little while, guys. It's nice. It doesn't shrink. So you saw the whiskey glass I was drinking out of the other day. So check that out. There's other things there. Um, so D-Tom Store. And if you want to follow the show on social media, guys, we're Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. TikTok is where I mainly just make drinks. So if you want to learn how to make some cool-ass drinks, check us out. And uh, also on the DTOM, or <laughs> the Twitter, X Machine, at DTOM underscore 1775. If you are not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. That's our website. From all of those situations, you can direct message me. You can email me, at blah, 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 blah. email me if you have any questions, concerns, comments, anything like that. And you can also reach the DTOM store from all those situations. All right. Let's get into the first situation. Okay. So it is of my opinion that the Democrats actually have their alternative to Joseph R. McGillicuddy in the, in the disguise of a Republican candidate. Okay. So no, no, I'm talking, not talking about Donald Trump. So who would I be? Who would I be referring to? Me. I'm running. I'm no. <laughs> You've heard a lot of talk probably about oh Michelle Obama's going to run. Oh, uh, you know we. There is not that you hear much about him, but RFKJ is still running. Um, but you've heard. Oh, Michelle Obama. You've heard. Well, maybe Hillary will come back. Oh, maybe Gavin Newsom. Maybe this. Maybe that. No. Uh, <sighs> Generally, we all, if you've been around for a while, you know that generally when it comes to president, it flip-flops. You, you very rarely see different um, presidents of the same party consecutively, if that makes sense. I, I mean, you had Reagan, then Bush, okay? But pretty much since then and even before then, it usually went Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. Um, whether that whether either of those presidents went for one term or two term is generally how it goes. So logically speaking, if Biden is not to be Prince again, it's going to be a Republican. Okay, uh, whether that's Trump or DeSantis or Haley, and that's who we're going to talk about today is Nikki Haley. Is she even American? I'm not getting into all that birth or crap. I don't care. Whatever. That stuff that they would have found out when she was governor or, yeah, governor of South Carolina when she ran for or when she was in the U.N. when she was the uh, ambassador to the U.N. So I'm not worried about all that bullshit. What I'm worried about is, is she uh, is she something that we don't believe she is? She's running as a Republican. She was a Republican governor. You know, she was put in, uh, made U.N. Uh, ambassador to the U.N. by Trump. So we just assume that she is um, a Republican because that's what she's running as. But this was on um, Fox News the other day. I'm going to let this play here. Andy Sanders joins us right now. With get the idea. Andy, very good to have you. Uh, the numbers certainly indicate that it's not hurt her fundraising. I believe in the latest quarter, uh, she raised $24 million, which is double what she raised in the quarter before. Goddamn fucking internet, I swear to God. 
motherfucker. Are you serious? Which was double God what you raised in the quarter before that. So the money train is still flowing and going. Um, are you worried, though? Thank you, Neil, for having me and happy. Jesus, motherfucking Christ. <sighs> Let's fucking go, Internet. God damn it. New Year. Jesus remember, fucking Christ. Uh, we actually have a large um, fundraiser on the 30th of January at a major apartment in uh, New York City where we're raising a tremendous amount of money. Believe it or not, a number of it coming from uh, Democrats. When you say a major apartment in New York City, whose apartment? I can't tell you. I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I just, uh, I wish I could tell you. you might, I can't. Maybe, maybe you could uh, whisper it to me now, just between you and me. Well, I, all I could tell you is one of the <laughs> biggest Democrats, who's one of my best friends, who you wouldn't okay. believe, who's never voted for a Republican, is a co-host of this benefit, of this okay. fundraiser. <laughs> All right. Now, there's a crowd and a number of Democrats who are not exactly, you know, enthusiastic about Joe Biden. And they are sampling things around sort of another Democrat running to take on uh, the president or that he stepped down. They are kind of looking to maybe acceptable Republicans, maybe no labels. How much of that is real? Uh, I think a lot of this is real when you. So I'm not going to play the whole clip. It's four minutes long, but you get the idea. This is a gentleman here who is a major Nikki Haley donor. He is a Democrat. He has always been a Democratic donor. They are hosting a party in a few days from another person who he won't mention, who is a major Democratic donor. Okay. So kind of like what he said, why would all these Democrats, Democratic donors, be don donating. I was going to say doning, <laughs> donating to a Republican candidate, and not even just a little bit. Now I, there could be Democratic donors that uh, people like me or you, just regular people off the streets, that might be saying, you know what, I'm fucking sick of Joe Biden being president. He sucks. There's no way in hell I want him to be president again. So I'm going to donate 20 bucks to Donald Trump or 20 bucks to Ron DeSantis or even 20 bucks to Nikki Haley. And we're not talking about those people. We're talking about major donors. When you're talking major donors, you're talking tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. Now, what what do you think happens when you have someone donating hundreds of thousands or so dollars to your campaign? Well, they're going to want a little back rub. They're going to want a little something. Now, <clears throat> why would these, his words, major Democratic donors be donating to a Republican candidate unless that Republican candidate isn't who we think she is okay so um and this is her own words this was this was a while back i don't recall the date but i do recall seeing this when it happened um she was at a a i'm assuming it was a woman's conference or something and um well this is what 
Nikki Haley had to say about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is actually the reason, I may not agree with her on a lot of things, but she is actually the reason that I made the jump. And so then I had to figure out whether I was Republican or Democrat. Hmm. So, Hillary Clinton is your motivation. I might not agree with everything she says. So, she's the reason why I made the jump. Now I got to figure out whether I was going to be a Republican or a Democrat. Now, I would say, like most of us, okay, when you start it, whether you're man, woman, no matter what part of this country you're from. Now, mind you, I know we have people listening to the show from all over the world, and that's great. So you might not understand exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe the folks that are listening overseas are from this country, and they're just overseas, and they're just stumbled upon the D-Tom show and are like, fuck yeah, America, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, you at a relatively young age had an idea of what party you were going to follow, right? When you were in high school, you probably drifted towards one side or the other, okay? And then as you grew up, as you got a little older into your 20s, 30s, 40s, you may have gone one way or the other. You could have been in high school or college and been kind of like, yeah, um, Democrats. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Hey, how's it going? You know, you could have been, oh, man, Bill Clinton's kind of cool. You know, getting head in the White House. Come on, man, what's up, man? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. She just sucked on my dick, all right? But um, <laughs> you could have fallen for that and not really following politics you still knew who the president was you're like yeah Bill and then as you got a little older and you started you know living an adult life you may have drifted towards the republican side or vice versa right but you already kind of knew where you were in that situation this is a person who was an adult getting into politics who felt some sort of way about Hillary Clinton, may not have agreed with everything she had to say, but respected her enough to follow in her footsteps. Now I just got to figure out if I want to be a Republican or Democrat. What does that mean? I had to figure out who to, who to dupe, so to speak. But much like the clip I played earlier, of course, I'm going to clip you all to death because... It's what I do. I, the reason I play a lot of clips is because I really don't know what to say. I'm an idiot, if you guys haven't figured that out. Now, I want you to hear the words from these people's mouth. I can get on here and say, oh, uh, Nikki Haley said this, and Bob Johnson, one of her major donors, said that, and uh, the dude from BlackRock, the CEO from BlackRock, uh, said this. You know, Stephen A. Schwartzman tells the Davos crowd that the U.S. is not prepared for four more years of Biden's $2 trillion in deficits, 8 million illegals invading America, and the debt-to-GDP ratio going higher than higher and higher. Next story. I could, I could report like that. I could. But it's, it's just as easy for me to say that, and you can be like, I wonder if he's telling the truth. He could be a fucking liar. He's a fucking moron. He's probably lying because he's... Uh, uh, you know, uh, a MAGA Republican, right? We talked about it on the last show. So I'll play 
Stephen A. Schwartzman's words for you to hear. Two trillion dollar deficits uh, with no end in sight. Uh, We've got our debt to GDP uh, going up. We've got open borders with eight million people coming over. Um, You know, I, I, I don't know that the country, frankly, is prepared for four more years of that because uh, those things all poll very negatively. So I, I can't uh, really project, you know, what, what would happen. Now, okay, obviously he's not a fan of Joe Biden. Cool. But as the CEO of Blackstone, I'm sorry, I said BlackRock, Blackstone, um, who are they backing? Because this is a major corporation who is going to back a candidate of some sort. Oh, by the way, one of Nikki Haley's major donors is Blackstone. So if you have the CEO of this company saying the words he said, who do you think he's rooting for? So, you know, I guess in essence... In essence, thank you, uh, computer. Um, <laughs> you you got to pay attention. Nikki Haley can be registered as a Republican. She can run as a Republican. She could even been governor of a state for eight years as a Republican. And I don't live, or nor have I lived in South Carolina, and I can't tell you how great or crappy of a job she did. She might have done fine. I don't know. She obviously did well enough to catch Trump's eye and for him to suggest her him suggest that she be the ambassador to the UN um but I think it's all here's the thing I think personally I think Nikki Haley is probably extremely smart she's extremely conniving and not to mention she's a whore that's right I said that why did I just call Nikki Haley a whore Because she's a woman with a vagina. No, I'm joking. The reason I call her a whore is because her husband, okay, while in the military, while deployed, okay, what did she do? Well, she had an affair with a, um, one of her, I can't recall what he was. He was a donor of some sort or a boner. Was he a boner? Donor? Donor. Um, but that's my point. Here's a here's a here's a woman whose husband was overseas. Now, granted, I don't know that he was seeing action per se, but overseas nonetheless. And what is she doing? Oh, let me go fuck some random dude while my husband's overseas fighting for this country. I don't give a shit if he was uh, in the fucking office pushing papers. I, I I don't. It's not the point. That's what kind of woman this person is. And then on top of it, right now, okay, she lost Iowa. For some reason, I think she felt like she won Iowa. I don't know how the fuck you figure that one out. But nonetheless, the goal is New Hampshire, which is this coming Tuesday, I believe, right? 23rd. So Nikki Haley's New Hampshire director lobbied for dark money um, that, that helped Biden win in 2020. 
So the New Hampshire state director for Republican Nikki Haley's presidential campaign lobbied in 2020 for Democratic dark money organization that spent millions of dollars that year willing Joe Biden to the White House, among other left-wing groups documents show. Tyler Clark, who became Haley's 2024 state director for the Granite State last year, is listed on lobbying disclosure filed in New Hampshire as working on in the 20, um, working on 2020, working in Don Reed in that's a I in 2020 on behalf of the 1630 Fund, a nonprofit group managed by Arabella uh, Advisors, the largest liberal dark money network in the United States. Uh, a fund which is being investigated by Washington, D.C. Attorney General's Office over financial mismanagement allegations, along with the broader Alabella network, doled out more than $410 million in 2020 to boost Democrats and help unseat former President Donald Trump, thanks to billionaire donors such as George Soros. Hmm. So you read this and you kind of wonder, hmm. I wonder whose apartment they're going to on the 30th for a a major Democratic donor party situation. Hmm. Not to mention the fact that you have um, Reed Hoffman, who is a major Democratic donor, who is also backing Nikki Haley, who, oh, by the way, is funding... Uh, fuck, what's the chick's name that's suing Trump right now for, for alleged rape? God bless it. You know, I had the name on top of my head. I had the name. I didn't write it down. Now my phone wants to be dark, so I can't read it. Reed fucking Hoff. Hoffman. Reed Hoffman. Come on, Don. Uh, the E. Jean Carroll's case. So he's one of the one of the backers that helped finance her to be able to get attorneys and so on and so forth to sue Trump. So here's a major Democratic donor who is a major donor to Nikki Haley, who is also helping fund the E. Jean Carroll's case against Donald Trump. Hmm. I don't see DeSantis or Ramaswamy or anyone like that involved in these same type of groups. I mean, Ramaswamy's dropped out now, but point being is you have a Republican candidate, okay? And I'm using quotation marks because whether you believe that there's Republican and Democrats or if they're all the same, this this person is literally showing you that she is not who she said she is. But yet she's got the following, guys. You can hate Trump all you want. I don't give a shit, okay? This isn't the Don't Tread on Trump show, okay? But this is Don't Tread on America where if you honestly believe in your heart of hearts that Nikki Haley is the one that you need, you are, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say this, but you're fucking stupid, okay? If you don't like Trump, cool. Don't like Trump. Here's what I'll say about that. Of the three people running, now, like I said, I didn't, never lived in South Carolina, haven't lived in South Carolina, wasn't there when she was governor. But with the exception of Ron DeSantis's uh, cowboy boots uh, conspiracy, whatever the whole situation is with that. He's at least a legitimate Republican candidate. Okay, so if for whatever reason you don't like the fact that when Trump was president, things seemed a little bit better, 401k is a little bit better, paychecks were a little bit better, 
inflation was a lot bit better, and there wasn't 8 million motherfucking people. And I'm not even going to say Mexicans or Hispanics coming from the South, because as of lately, if you watch, there's a lot of Islamic uh, Africans and brown people coming from overseas, Chinese people, and so on and so forth. So it's not just people trying to escape Ecuador or Central America or whatever. These are people from overseas coming in through the southern border. But if you think that you're tired of Biden, Nikki Haley's not your option. And you, if you can't stand Trump, cool. At least, at least back Ron DeSantis, okay? I personally think we need to drop all the bullshit. We need to focus on Trump versus Biden because that's where it's going to be. And like I said, you can hate Trump all day long. I don't care. You can't deny that during the course of the time that he was president, granted, there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of bullshit because they couldn't stand the fact that this guy was president. Um, and even it, and you have to dismiss that last year. Well, Don, you can't dismiss COVID. It was there. Okay, cool. Yeah, he mismanaged it. Yeah, he, not being a politician, took the advice from people who wanted to see him fail. And they did. So, but you take the three years without COVID and things were pretty nice. Forget about the, all the madness that was going on. Things were pretty nice. All right. So, I saw this uh, yesterday. Well, I, I got a little inside baseball, guys. Technically, I'm recording this on Saturday because I have a big day tomorrow on Sunday. My wife's off. We're going places. And I have doctor's appointments on Monday. So, I had to do this Saturday. So, I'm recording this because I saw this today on Saturday. And uh, so, I saw this yesterday on Saturday. <laughs> did did Biden did Biden just kind of um? Oh, hold on before I get before I get to Biden. Also on Nikki Haley, just real quick. By the way, in 2011, she was named to uh, to uh, Klaus Schwab's WEF. Young global leaders. So you also have that going for you with Nikki Haley. Okay, anyway. So did uh, Trump, or to Trump, did Biden just threaten um, Texas, kind of like in a backdoor way here? And I love people who said, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. And I love people who say... <clears throat> so, he says, he's quoted this quote that he obviously doesn't know, but he's used this quote many times when it refers... He's, this is recent. This is from Texas. You know, the whole situation with Texas. But he's used this with... Uh, towards the second amendment he's used this numerous times when he's threatening us americans now i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you <laughs> number one uh they say that the uh, <laughs> let me let me play it again what did he say here the blood of liberty the blood of liberty right is what he says right now it's the tree of liberty and the quote is actually this. And it was from probably one of the greatest presidents 
that this country has had, Thomas Jefferson. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. So, number one, it's not the blood of, uh, what did he call it? The, the blood of liberty, right? The tree of liberty. The tree of liberty must be watered, uh, refreshed uh, from time to time with the blood of patriots. And he stops there. No, it's patriots and tyrants. Now, what does that mean? That means that sometimes war has to be fought on your ground. Sometimes there needs to be a civil war. Now, um, Thomas Jefferson said this after the Revolutionary War with the fact of referring to patriots like uh, your Minutemen and whatnot, George Washington and those folks, uh, versus the Redcoats, right? The tyrants, the king. What, what, George, what Joe, George Biden, what Joe Biden is failing to recognize here is that the key word patriots so people like us people like me um and and tyrants an extremely oppressive or unjust or cruel ruler so who would that be uh anyone want to take a guess now if you have a president who has a number of times used this quote when referring to this most recent was referring to the situation going on in Texas, but also has used it towards people like us who believe in the Second Amendment, might have a gun or ten, and might believe that one day we might have to use those guns for something more than trap shooting or skeet shooting or target shooting or hunting um, animals. And we believe that the reason you might have guns or certain types of guns is because of that. Uh, yeah, I don't have F-16s. Yeah, we don't have those things. It also doesn't help that... Um, I thought I had another clip on here, but I guess it didn't. I think I was half asleep when I, when I, uh, let me see if I can find it right quick here. Let me go back to the Twitter X machine here. Let me see, uh, Biden hot mic. So I'm going to play this. Let me see. It's probably going to be extremely low. So let me. I'm gonna reverse this. This was on a hot mic. Now this was um, this was reported to Fox News by Judge Joe Brown. Okay, yeah, that Judge Joe Brown. Regardless, um, I'm gonna go with it that it's that it's factual and that he said this. It's his. It sounds like his voice. I guess in this day and age of AI, it's hard to tell anymore. But nonetheless, I'm gonna play it. Going to make sure those cowboys don't stop the surge of military age men. So we have to stop those cowboys from we have to stop the cowboys from stopping 
from allowing them to stop military-aged men to cross the border. If we have to send F-16s down to Texas, then so be it. Now, let's, I'm going to assume that was real, because that was a hot mic moment, okay? What is more treasonous or tyrant than that right there? You are essentially saying to somebody, whoever he was talking to, that we, the government, the union, are going to have to send, if we have to send the military to Texas to stop them from stopping our plan, then we got to do what we got to do. Well, uh, Mr. President, if that's the way you feel, then maybe we need to do what we need to do. Now, what am I referring to? Okay, I'm referring to that little pesty piece of paper called the U.S. Constitution. Okay, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. Every state has a militia or national guard. Some states, such as Texas, has a state guard. The militia may be called up by the state to repel an invasion. Now, what is the invasion right now? The invasion is people coming from the south through their borders. Or, through the north... Article 1, Section 9, Clause 2, an invasion gives Congress the authority to spend the writ of habeas corpus. Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, states may defend themselves from a foreign invasion. This is what Texas sees. They're representing this, these articles, Article, 5, uh, Article 4, uh, Section 4, the federal government is obligated by the U.S. Constitution to protect states from an invasion. And the state of Texas feels that that the federal government is not doing their job, thus the reason why the things are happening that are happening this past week. Why would the state of Texas feel that way? Because it's true. And I talked about this the other day. In Florida, we're not technically a border state, but we are basically surrounded by water except for from the north. Uh, which kind of makes us a border state. Now, what do you think happens in the state of Florida when refugees come floating up from Cuba or Haiti or wherever they come floating up from? Do you think that uh, Border Patrol is roaming the beaches of Florida? No, it doesn't happen. Who does roam the beaches of Florida? Well, probably your local sheriff's department, uh, local police departments, those types of things. Like you in Clearwater, you have the Clearwater Beach uh, police department okay you might have Pinellas, uh, Pinellas County uh, sheriffs in the area and on the other side you know you know what I'm saying so it's not like the border patrols out there just hanging out it's, okay it is the local authorities or the state authorities of the state of Florida so if migrants um, come floating up from Cuba or wherever, they get taken into custody by the state. Okay? So, why is Texas any different? Why can't they do what they're doing? Because the federal government government doesn't want... Blah, 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 and blah, 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 doesn't want to allow the states to be able to protect itself when the federal government should be doing it for them. Now, based on all of this, based on the things that Biden is doing, the, that Biden is saying, and that the government isn't doing, 
that alone, all right, forget about all the other bullshit with Hunter and Chinese money and all that. Forget about all that other bullshit. That's bad enough. But let's forget about all that for just a second. Just what's going on right now in Texas, along with uh, Arizona and New Mexico and California, no one wants to talk about that because they're democratically ran state so they're just kind of like <laughs> Texas is making a stand okay so with just what with what's going on in Texas alone period in my opinion Joe Biden should be arrested and charged with treason and immediately removed from office along with the head of the Department of Defense the Department of Justice and Homeland Security all of them need to be tried and convicted of treason. Now, back in the day, when you got tried and convicted of treason, there was only one punishment for said conviction. I'm not going to say what that punishment is, and I'm not going to infer that that's what needs to happen, because I don't need these fuckers coming knocking on my door. Come and knock on my door, come and knock on my door. We got a gun for you. I don't need that. So, you guys can look up what is the punishment for treason and high crimes. Look it up. You come to your own conclusions. But, the fact that you have a president of the United States whose sole goal on day one of becoming president raises their arm, puts their hand on the Bible, and swears to God... To uphold the Constitution. And you have this. I just read you four articles from the Constitution. That that old crotchety motherfucker in D.C. ain't doing. Okay? On top of all the other bullshit from the bribery scandals and uh, Hunter and the money. Cool. On top of that, and even if you want to dismiss the whole Hunter situation as being Hunter, he's not a public official, blah, blah, blah. All that happened while Biden either was a vice president and didn't know anything about it, or after the fact, even if you want to go down that bullshit road, makes and you know, have schematics out of the whole situation. I know that's not the word, but anyway, out of the whole situation, fine. Dismiss all that. As president who swore an oath to the Constitution to defend this country from foreign invaders. You are not doing that. People that come to this country illegally, when you have the mom and the dad and the couple of kids who are trying to escape oppression from Mexico or Venezuela or Honduras, Ecuador, wherever they're coming from, that's different it's still bad. You still should come to the door, knock, and be like, we want to seek asylum in your country. I'm, you know, Jose McGillicuddy, and I want to be a part of this country. That's the way you do it, okay? When you have 8 million people coming through, through that border, and they're mostly not from South and Central America, but they're from over... Seize? That, my friend, is an invasion. Where are these people coming from? Even some of the ones coming from South America. I mean, 
I, I heard this on, I think it was Charlie Robinson's show, where either it was him or the person he had on with him. It says, uh, how do we know that, you know, one of the best things you could do, you had a country in Venezuela where we tried to do a regime change a few years back that went south. How do we know that um, they, these, and we'll use Venezuela, for example, like he used, but who's to say other countries aren't doing the same thing that feel some sort of way about the U- U.S., aren't sending their shitheads <laughs> you guys go to America. They'll take you. Or if it's a situation like we've also said on this show that maybe these military-aged males aren't who we think they are. And maybe they're being brought here for a nefarious reasons uh, that we might not like seeing coming towards the future. I've already talked about this a couple of times as far as what Dick Durbin said about maybe making these migrants... Be in the military. So, anyway. All right, guys. That is all I have for you today. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. Guys, please, if you would uh, like to help the show out, number one, follow the show, share the show. Uh, If you're on Apple or Spotify, if you could please leave a review, leave a five-star if you enjoy the show. And uh, if you want to help out monetarily, you can go to the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app and what you're listening to this on. Also, make sure you follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And also, the website, if you're not on social media, is Don't Tread on America. Uh, from there, you can uh, leave any messages. Any Anything you want to do there, you can hit me up. If you have any questions or concerns or ideas, please leave them. I will read them and we can talk about it later. Peace out. You guys have a great day.